Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us uh, Mr. Prasad Sridham, who is the founder of Kokos, uh, which is India's fastest growing intra-city logistic platform. Hi, Prasad. Welcome to ELI. Yeah, hi, Priya. Uh, thanks for inviting me for this. Uh, I would uh, request you to introduce yourself to our audience and... Uh, Tell us a okay. little bit about what is Kogos. Okay, great, great. Hey, hi, um, I'm Prasad Sriram and uh, I'm the founder of uh, Kogos Technologies, which is the parent company of Kogos. Uh, we are the largest uh, uh, intra-city B2B logistic uh, network in the country. And currently we are in more than 450 plus cities across 24 to 26 states. And uh, what we specifically do, Priya, is more on uh, the daily things you see, right? The the goods you actually get delivered, uh, the products you use have to be moved across the uh, different locations from, from the source of production, manufacturing, to all the way to the consumer. There are multiple places, multiple stops it takes, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where exactly Kogos helps in enterprises to move these goods across. Got you. And uh, a little bit about yourself, uh, as in, you know, what, what sure. is your, where are you from uh, originally and how how did your early life, uh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, was, uh, where did you study and how did you arrive at uh, uh, Kogos? How did you land up in entrepreneurship? Yeah, it's definitely quite interesting for me and uh, hopefully for other people too. Uh, see, I my upbringing uh, has been in uh, Andhra Pradesh. My parents have been in uh, education sector. Mm -hmm. uh, fortunate to be uh, uh, to be a son of them. And uh, uh, after my schooling, I moved to Karnataka to do uh, education in engineering. And I picked up electronics and communications and did it through SIT uh, Tumkur. And uh, while in the college itself. Uh, me and a couple of my friends who have always been my buddies uh, through the college and through life, uh, we were quite excited to build things. Uh, I know everybody gets excited to build things as an engineer, but we were very uh, excited to build real physical things. And uh, uh, even in college, when most of the guys were trying to build, uh, uh, being an electronics student, uh, I, I wanted to build something which is really, uh, you know, uh, creating solutions and a mm -hmm. lot of people are trying to solve this through uh, you know programming skills right mm -hmm. um, so we created uh, you know while we were in like the second year we created something which uh, was solving problem like unmanned railways gates or uh, it could be uh, something which would be triggering like a sense of alarm if they find something loud bang or so and mm -hmm. And uh, it would actually trigger actions in getting into solving, uh, uh, like, for example, if there is something approaching at a speed and at a different sound, uh, we would be able to trigger off a gate or an alarm or something, right? So it's quite interesting to build that. And uh, fortunately, uh, you know, our, our faculty also saw this was, hey, you know what, the students are really building these kind of things. And they helped us out and we won the competition and that's how my love towards uh, building things actually uh, triggered up. Though oh. as a child, I had many other things. Mm -hmm. uh, 
But when we did our final year project, like uh, we didn't want to build something which was like a small piece of something. Mm-hmm. We wanted to actually own something which is an entire uh, solution or a product. I know it's it's slightly uh, overwhelming uh, for just an engineering grad who is coming in, but mm-hmm. fortunate because of my faculty and as well as my friends, uh, we all were able to build something on something uh, on mobile technologies where we created uh, a system uh, way back in two thousand to two thousand three, which would help in uh, 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 like uh, emergency services, mm-hmm. right? Uh, people could actually, uh, based on the situation, like if there is a fire, it would automatically intimate uh, through an SMS. At that time, SMS was the m- mechanism. Yeah. Uh, through an SMS, uh, the uh, necessary departments and also the stakeholders, right? And we also wanted to get onto tracking and uh, we further created an integrating GPS and others, which was entirely new into the country. So I went on continuing my journey there and we created uh, one of the India's first GPS device, which was mm-hmm. very small, compact. Uh, at that time, I think mostly only aerospace companies were using those. And we did not have maps in India in 2002, 2003. Correct. So we used to survey of India, take big maps and scan them and create a map. So uh, fortunate to get guidance from all my mentors and others to get through that and an opportunity to create it. So that's how it started. Then I moved on into semiconductor field, uh, was fortunate to work with mobile chipset companies and uh, you know, uh, fortunate to work with set-top box uh, companies. And then, uh, then I mean, uh, out of blue, I got a call from one of the other uh, entrepreneur um, who uh, was building a display technology. Okay. So uh, I went on to uh, join the team as like maybe uh, fourth or fifth member of the company. Mm-hmm. And that though the earlier ones were also like a, kind of a startup, but that was more like a uh, small project based system, right? Which was more uh, interesting for a student. But this was a real product, which was actually getting in. And this was our, my first taste into the um, um, entrepreneurship. While uh, just before this, uh, me and my friend, we attempted to build something um, on the digital set-up box, uh, create a local classified um, uh, so that, uh, so my, my friend had this idea that we can actually push the uh, ads to the television without a back channel internet, mm-hmm. but be able to get a localized uh, solution for that. Right. We attempted and that was our first cut into the entrepreneurship ourselves. And uh, within very few months, we figured out that this is big boys game. And uh, unfortunately, though the idea seemed quite interesting in that age, uh, it couldn't take off. So then I joined this company where we created uh, entirely a new display technology. Mm-hmm. It's uh, called a phosphor display like plasmas, LCDs and so on. And I went on to work with them for uh, close to 13 plus years and Mm -hmm. moved to Silicon Valley, uh, uh, learned many things and as well as built many of the products over there and very fortunate to work with the brightest of minds. Mm -hmm. But this still had, you know, something that that I'm not able to give an impact on the ground level. Mm. That was there. So, I mean, these technologies were great. They were doing uh, on boardrooms, 
and this is like world's largest display. We created something like 120 feet wide mm -hmm. displays. It's huge, actually. Wow. Uh, a single uh, screen, right? Um, but felt that, you know, something at a ground level we have to impact. And uh, uh, my co-founder um, was my father-in-law, actually. Mm -hmm. He was a very industrious person. And he has done several things in his life. And he mm -hmm. has... He managed businesses in Europe, Africa, and India, and he has built his own enterprises before, uh, good, bad, failures, success, everything. So uh, we were discussing on a couple of ideas. And uh, what we wanted to do was to give the maximum impact, right, uh, on the ground. And we felt that there's like agriculture, construction, mm -hmm. and transport. These were the three things which had largest number of individual entrepreneurs mm. okay and uh, we figured out that uh, through technology we had a lot of common interests in and the logistics space and that's how uh, we got into understanding what's happening and quite interestingly uh, we found that though uh, a flipkart and others were actually coming up well at the time e-commerce was uh, picking up this was in 2014 okay. 15 time Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, what we figured out was most of the merchants, uh, businesses, everybody wants to move online. Hmm. And uh, even the smartphone revolution, like Android one was picking up then. And hmm. so the smartphones were getting cheaper and services like Ola and Uber were picking up, shared economy was coming up. But when it comes to the logistics, it was still uh, driven uh, entirely by, uh, you know, people uh, with owning small trucks, one to five trucks. And uh, now for the enterprises, they had to build large teams. Maybe in a bigger cities like Delhi, Mumbai, Bangalore, Kolkata, Chennai, it's okay because you would have a density and also you can afford to have more people. Hmm. While there is this, uh, you know, um, anguish to actually create a digital economy, right? And it has to go into Bharat, right? It has to go into tier one, tier two tier three towns and uh, and of course uh, Flipkarts and Amazons were doing uh, some part of that however there has been a gap in the service levels hmm. and these are being fulfilled by the same people who are entrepreneurs but they don't have the digital skills or the connects and they don't have the network enough to, to sustain uh, one particular day. So we started uh, uh, getting on to like APMC yards. We went on to uh, industries. We went on to like uh, e-commerce companies and others. And we see we saw that this is a huge, huge, huge market. Hmm. Uh, I We always believed and I specifically believed in one thing that ideas are great. Hmm. Okay. If not implementable, not execute, executable, cannot generate revenue they are worth to the book mm -hmm. not to be implemented because right. it would burn out that's what i have seen in all through my uh, previous companies and uh, other journeys so mm -hmm. what we did was we, we said though i'm coming from technology background we decided that we will go based on the market requirement we will not build something magnanimous and thrust it into the market but we will build a kind of a very initial thing which would be enough for us to run the operations, mm. learn from the market and keep building the platform so that we will be able to 
facilitate uh, you know uh, the technology transformation in the logistics space so that's how we started building uh, our kogos medha medha what, is our application what was the initial product so our initial product you know uh, like everyone else we thought hey you know what we can probably adapt the same uh, methodology and uh, uh, like shared economy that everybody can uh, uh, pop up uh, hey i want to move something from uh, place a to place b or uh, abc i need a small truck or something uh, we will be able to connect uh, both mm-hmm. of them yeah. we quickly figured out that is not a right mark uh, right method for mm-hmm. logistics because when people are moving people are moving across the city okay though there are some corridors but it is mostly the people moving all across the city mm-hmm. and the density of transactions are different as well as in fact the person is moving along with the vehicle mm-hmm. okay when it comes to the goods the goods don't move all across the city especially when it comes to the b2b segment right they they move in specific corridors and they uh, there is no person or anybody going along with it and you have to make sure that they are secure enough and uh, uh, the uh, the transaction should be complete with a, a, a clear transparency and there is no price goof ups right and the surge pricing and others may be there but not because this is a kind of very stable uh, environment going forward and it's not like per minute you can actually surge up the price up and down and all this and this does this is not the model which would be able to scale up so we pivoted mm-hmm. uh, pivoted to an enterprise solution because we found that enterprises are the one who is driving the logistics industry correct and that is where we can create value and we can create earnings for the truckers so we we uh, we completely went on to the b2b space of the entrepreneurs and enterprises and uh, that that's where we uh, started uh, seeing success gotcha so uh, w- one question here uh, initial uh, uh, i think first 10 to 15 years of your uh, uh, journey yeah. was into building things but then yes. moving on to entrepreneurship uh, it's a different ball game altogether because you know you don't yeah. have to just build you have to sell as well selling is a big part of the entrepreneur's journey absolutely so how did you you know uh, I, i think some people are good at building some people are good at selling how how did you sell your ideas how did you you know uh, uh, approach the initial yeah. customers yeah. tell us about yeah it. absolutely you know I, i you you pinned it right that's what i believe into you know uh, ideas are anything un- unless they are sellable they are not something which need to be taken up right so first you have to sell it to yourself right because you are kicking you yourself out of a, a highly paid job i mean i i was in california in a silicon valley in top of the top technology companies mm-hmm. uh, with a very high pay and you want to kick yourself out onto something which would not pay you right now and uh, you have to build something and prove something right first you have to sell it to yourself right mm-hmm. once once you are building of course you would be in a high however now you this entrepreneurial journey is not simple it needs a lot of grit determination and uh, you should never give up so never give up is very 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 important and for that the only way it will possible is to get your family on board 
without your family support trust me uh, this is not going to work for anyone so i had to get in my family uh, um, and my wife uh, has been very supportive on this she picked up the job immediately uh, so that we have some kind of an uh, economic uh, uh, backup and my parents supported and of course being my co-founder my own father in law so it was uh, very supportive on from that front one too so picking we had to pick up our shoes we had to uh, start running on that uh, what we the one thing which we felt we always had here is we saw the challenge in the market we saw the pain in the enterprise so for us getting to them uh, uh, was not that difficult however reaching out to the large enterprises right was the initial challenge and um, i'll tell you one story it's very very interesting story i keep telling it to other people too so yeah. this happened at flip okay so uh, uh, i'm just naming them because i'm find their one of our uh, Uh, good customers we go along with them very well and uh, when we went uh, in fact it was my co-founder who went to them and uh, when we went uh, they were saying hey you know uh, what uh, you guys are in bangalore and we have plenty of opportunities and options in bangalore right mm-hmm. so they were trying to see that uh, maybe we were just coming for just business so we pitched saying that hey you no know, don't don't worry about bangalore tell me a, tell me a location and a place where you really have a challenge right and we would love to actually help you there they thought we were just fishing out for some business right so they said hey i have i have some challenge in gauhati mm-hmm. in gauhati uh, we have been trying to get a uh, right capacity and a vehicle from past one week we were having some challenge so uh, would you if you want to help uh, try it out maybe try it in gauhati i'll give you a, probably a couple of days time and uh, you can help us uh, deliver things there and uh, we said okay and uh, we were able to place a vehicle within 2 uh, hours and we went back we were of course it was all physical meetings right so we were right there waiting when we got things we went back and we said hey you know what the vehicle is there just let us know which uh, where is the place which location he has to they were like completely surprised they thought we were just joking mm-hmm. so he didn't even have the uh, the uh, the flipkart location or the uh, the hub manager's numbers so he took it he gave it to us the vehicle reported the hub manager was in cloud 9 mm-hmm. because he was actually struggling to actually do something and the vehicle is right in front of him but there was a challenge right any of the enterprise generally do- doesn't do things without an agreement without a formal engagement yeah right so we said it's fine we are okay with it you guys can go ahead and utilize the vehicle not a problem for day so they did it and they came back to us and said fantastic can we can we actually try it even tomorrow and can you also help us in uh, kolkata mm. i said hey hey wait, wait this is all great now let's actually get into an engagement and an agreement right mm-hmm. so they they were very happy saying that we did not ask for a price we did not ask for terms of anything but we just went on to solve their problem first mm-hmm. and then we got onto the table so they were very even today uh we uh, we have been a great partner to them and they have been a great customer to us and uh, at one point uh, during these uh, big billion days and other things we actually opened up more than 200 cities just for one customer so what what important thing there was uh, we we wanted to get into a place where the customer already had a challenge mm. even if i had a 1% success it is a success 
if it's a failure the customer has already failed so it's not going to make any impact to him of course we just might not have got succeeded but it was a tough thing so it was okay right so that's the that's the motivation that's the challenge we always went and that's how we actually built this whole company gotcha tell us uh, currently uh, what are the different revenue streams uh, we have and what's the exact because logistic is a huge problem in india oh, i yeah, think yeah. Uh, almost 25% of like the ocean <laughs> yeah so 25% of the logistic goes into waste because there is uh, not enough technology integration not uh, the market is not organized so uh, it's a big huge market lot of problems so which of these problems are you targeting right now and what is your uh, uh, stream of revenue or different streams of revenue that you have so uh, i mean um, we had multiple initiatives okay but we are now focusing purely on our core uh, challenges our core business in fact and uh, if you see we focus as i said it's intracity intracity in sense city logistics like in and around the city anything which starts and ends in the same day we consider it to be part of the city logistics okay mm. you might start from bangalore go to mysore complete the activity come back to bangalore we still consider it to be intracity because it is all completed in the same window of the same day okay now uh, we predominantly serve the enterprises so our major revenues are coming through uh, providing them logistic uh, services like we create like a network we if you look at like a cellular network right so we created uh, a network in and around the city with mm-hmm. all types of vehicles could be a half a ton three wheeler to all the way to a 32 ton multi axle vehicle because there are certain times you might need large vehicles to move between the industrial complex right mm. so our mainstream of revenue is to uh, based on the number of kilometers and hours these are getting utilized and we charge the customers and we also pay the uh, truckers accordingly that's our core business mm. apart from that is, during this time what uh, uh, in 2020 especially during lockdown time uh, we acquired uh, porters uh, uh, b2b business and we acquired the entire team uh, that's that's an uh, that's an entirely uh, another journey uh, we can touch upon and uh, the recently we acquired something on the less than truck load so less than truck load is like a part truck which is very interesting uh, for many people and it's also a technology challenge honestly speaking because you might uh, be getting uh, uh, 10 different uh, part loads and you need to deliver it to multiple places combining mm-hmm. them getting on to one particular route or maybe multiple routes so this is all very very interesting solution right, right. Uh, but we picked up one major problem in the market and we are so trying to solve that problem initially there so these two are the main streams for us as a revenue and uh, uh, we we are doing this day in day out and for us opening a city and uh, and closing the city is not a challenge for us we open any city for any of the enterprise based on their requirement that's how we spread ourselves across the country okay uh 
what is the underlying technology that enables uh, the whole operation is there any ai or anything like that in play there are parts of it i would not say it's entirely driven out of ai or anything yes we do some parts of utilize some parts of it for our internal processing and routing and other things uh, but what we are looking at predominantly is a set of workflows and processes that's that's what it is mostly initially right so uh, each customer based on their requirement because there may be a customer who is an industrial person there would be a customer who is just a farm to fork grocery right there are customers who are e-commerce which is fashion technology and cosmetics there are customers who are actually in medical um, supplies right so each one has a different workflow and different uh, requirements right so there are uh, so uh, what we have created is like an erp system for our own thing for our uh, and we call it as medha where we created uh, technologies to onboard the fleet digitally right we will be and also onboard people and everything verify validate everything digitally through uh, government databases and others right that's what is helping us to get into any nook and corner of the country okay and operate remotely without having an office or a presence there and once we uh, get those uh, orders uh, for us and we created those workflows everything then is automated right the vehicle is assigned to that specific thing the vehicle reports it does the workflow there is a very clear app which actually helps them what are the steps to be done there are training videos for the people in their native language we we support i, th- I believe more than 10 to 12 languages we support today in uh, our apps and uh, this helps the truckers also to uh, easily navigate and places where there is uh, no uh, internet facility sometimes lockout there is uh, sms uh, options also they can simply with just one sms they can start the journey and stop the journey mm-hmm. so uh, it's all this is what is in the background and so we integrate with multiple uh, sensor uh, devices gps providers and uh, as well uh, we have like customer uh, web portal where they can place their order track their order and even raise a dispute and get it resolved right there and uh, for the partners this is becoming their tool to manage their own business important we call partners in all the trucking uh, people we call them as our partners partner is the one who may be owning not just one vehicle maybe multiple vehicles and for him it becomes quite challenging to see if their vehicles are actually uh, turning to the job how much fuel they have spent is the job is completed to the satisfaction how much uh, money has been revenue has been generated how much should i pay to the drivers if i am this is all now being managed over paper pen or maybe you know over a phone or something now this all is managed through our partner application mm. so this is for uh, it's like a tool for running their own business actually so this is what is helping us and uh, and we we have impacted uh, more than 18000 truckers so far and we love to uh, take it this to up to 50000 to 100000 uh, truckers as we move on we we are there in uh, farther northeast corner of the country to the southwest and north so we have been covering major portions and uh, so far it has been like you know wherever the enterprises required some help we were actually getting in there getting things so there may be some transactions in a city then there may not be any transactions in that city and again it might come 
But now what we are trying to focus is to create an excellence in each and every city so that as we have these multiple customers, we should be able to stitch out something which will be uh, creating like a network across and uh, transactions uh, can happen in each and every city every day. So that's our next step. Got you. So almost uh, up with the time. So just one more question left. Tell us what is yeah. the meaning of entrepreneurship for you? How would you define the term entrepreneur? Or who is an entrepreneur? I I believe uh, India is full of entrepreneurs, right? Um, a, a small uh, vendor person who is trying to run his own business to uh, the mighty uh, giants uh, having multiple businesses. There are many, many entrepreneurs. I believe entrepreneurship is something where you are not just giving a, a solution to the problem, but you're also also creating an opportunity for someone to earn right and you are also creating an opportunity in the market to uh, solve a particular problem and uh, uh, entrepreneurship is something uh, has to be taken up with pride and without entrepreneurship i don't think anything is successful in the uh, in the world right everybody is an entrepreneur that way when it comes to uh, building something uh, or maybe supplying something for the entire cycle to run so that's what i see awesome so on this note we'll end the session uh thanks for your time uh sriram and it was a pleasure to have you on our platform and uh our best wishes for uh Kogos. thanks thanks a lot priya and uh, best wishes for you guys too thank you yes.